Welcome to the NFL African Nation podcast, featuring JB and Kumbalani the Zimbabwean. Our show is recorded weekly from the mother city in sunny Cape Town, South Africa. This podcast is produced by Zora Fami and written and directed by John Simpson. Welcome to the NFL African Nation podcast, episode one. This is our first podcast here in the sunny city and the mother city of Africa, Cape Town, South Africa. Uh, my name is JB and I'm here with Kumbalani. Yes. He, Kumbalani is from Zimbabwe. I'll let yes. uh, <laughs> pretty awesome how we got here today. We're going to get this thing rolling. Let's talk a little bit about what we're doing, what's the yes. reason of this podcast, and um, go from there. So uh, so tell us a little bit about you, Kumbalani. Um, tell us about where you're from, how long you've been in South Africa. Give us a little history on you specifically. Oh, yes. Um, my name is uh, Kumbalani Zikali. Um My nickname, people can refer to me as Kali, for Zikali in short, it's much simpler for those out there who don't know how to pronounce that uh, ethnic name. (laughs) But yes, um, I'm in South Africa, basically I came here looking for greener pastures and it's been a very fruitful journey. This place is awesome and uh, today I am here to bring you a podcast basically on the NFL and the run to the playoffs and week 17 and um, yes there's people in Africa following the beautiful game NFL and uh, we're massive supporters and we're here to bring you the fire that we have noticed and noted from this awesome season exactly well that's awesome man it's good to have you uh, as a partner on this podcast a little bit about me my name is uh, JB Joseph Bryan uh, cross white and I'm actually and I uh, have a consulting firm out of the US and I'm based here in uh, the Cape Town area and uh, work in Rwanda and uh, Uganda as an as an economic advisor doing different things within agriculture in the donor world so Working there, doing, uh, living the life here in South Africa, enjoying this beautiful summer, Christmas, and New Year's. The weather is about 75 degrees for those who understand uh, Fahrenheit. <laughs> yes, uh, it's amazing, actually. So um, here with my family doing this, and um, we we love football. Staying up till three, four in the morning, watching absolutely uh, <laughs> Sunday football. So. Um, I'm a big Saints fan. I love Drew Brees. I love everything about the Saints. I'm originally from Louisiana. I went to college in Louisiana, and so my father um, was brought us up watching the Saints or listening to the Saints on the radio. And now we're big fans of uh, what's going on with the New Orleans Saints. Been following them since I was born. So uh, pretty excited about the Saints uh, making it into the playoffs. But I'm not going to be biased on this show. We're going to talk overall about it, right? (laughs) Yes, absolutely. So that's what we're going to do. (laughs) So we're going to jump right in. I think, you know, what's going to be important for us right now is um, let's take a look at the week before that we just got through. I know, is there a game tonight? Um, There is no game tonight because the season is over as yes, the official season is over, so we don't have a Monday night football game. So we're going to talk about the last week of uh, the football, of the post game, or, or the season um, of the NFL. 
We're going to talk about week 17. It was an exciting week. There was a lot of craziness going on in the NFL. Um, some of it I wasn't able to see because I didn't stay up all night long watching it. But, um, you know, waking up, checking my phone, checking the scores, and, and being excited about it. So uh, we're going to start with, uh, well, tell us a little about, what's your favorite team, by the way? My favorite team, I would have to say the, the Rams. And the, the Rams, Rams are where at in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> we're not the um, Jared Goff couldn't push us through and uh, former Saints boy Brandon Cooks. They didn't really manage to deliver. But next season, I'm pretty sure that we will deliver. Next season, um, Coach McAvey will definitely have us running and kicking again. And Todd Gurley is going to push us all the way through. Um, originally, I was uh, the first time I got hooked onto football was basically when I watched an advert. Or it wasn't really an advert. It was just a highlight reel of the Beastquake moment when Marshawn Lynch just broke away and scored that ridiculous ridiculous touchdown from from all the way in his half and he was deforming people all the way through there and um, from that moment I knew football is definitely going to be a sport I'm going to be following. I'm pretty sure that not many will get the opportunity to watch such a such a run by the beast quake it was, it was incredible so since then I've been a follower and uh, I must say that that run was versus the New Orleans Saints. It was incredible. <laughs> exactly. That yes. was one of those very disappointing games <laughs> because of that that play where it was a uh, was it um, um, uh, offensive pass. Yes. All right. Uh, yeah. It was defensive pass. Um, um, foul. It was a foul. Yes. Play yes, yes, yes. At yes. the end, and that's the big controversy that the Saints had um, during that uh, the last season. So you know, we live here in South Africa. The big thing here. Uh, uh, Kumbalani is that rugby is the big game yes, here, and yes, then yes. soccer, and they, they refer to it as football, and cricket, and all this, and living here has been really weird, it's like, oh man, what in the world, how do I understand these sports, I, I, I just found out about rugby, got here to South Africa and watched the Springboks take on the whole World Cup yes, and win yes, that. Yes, yes. That was an inter- interesting thing. Now we're seeing, you know, crickets and seizing where they're, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. the, um, I don't even know the name of the team, but South Africa's <laughs> playing England. The Proteas. Yeah, so delivery. they're delivering. And then we're over here focusing on the NFL, which is weird. It's like we're like the only people <laughs> in this part of Africa that's talking about the NFL. It's strange. I was uh, in, in Cape Town today and I was talking to this guy who used to play uh, for the Browns. He's a rugby oh, player. He played on their practice squad. And he was telling me about. He's like, dude, I want to be on the podcast. So our hopes is we're going to build a little bit of a following here, get Eventually, some people in here, start talking about the NFL. Bigger. We're going to just promote the NFL here in South Africa and and on the continent uh, overall. I mean, we really, really want to see an NFL game played at the stadium downtown Cape Town. Absolutely. That would be the killer. That would definitely do it. We see U.S. teams already coming in, playing the sevens, and rugby play there from the U.S. They just played against uh, in the big sevens uh, league here. So we're we're going to be promoting and you know working whatever we can to get the NFL to recognize hey send us a couple of teams down here and do one one game for us at least right they're yes, doing it in london absolutely. let's do it over here in south africa build a following here so this is exciting for us being a part of this podcast and being able to do it 
So anyway, let's jump right in. Let's talk about last week. What was some of the, what was your biggest shock of uh, this past weekend uh, when it comes down to the matchups that that you saw? Of the matchups, I'll definitely say um, the margin by which the the Texans lost. That is, <laughs> yeah, that I, was, I agree. That was surprising. I, I well, fair and fine, they did give um, some of their stars a rest, but I didn't think that um, it would be by that much of a margin. You know, sport is a it's NFL is a momentum sport, and you needed the momentum of that game, which is why. The Titans didn't rest everyone, and Derrick Henry had a breakout game, 231 yards. He surely delivered, and he has been outstanding the whole year through. He already showed us last year that he can be a threat in the playoffs, and now building on to this year's playoffs, he's already delivered another 230 versus the Houston Texans, and I'm pretty sure the Titans this year are going to be very, very tough team to handle. Yeah, absolutely. Look at that. You know, the score difference, uh, 14 to, uh, 35 to 14 over the Texans was amazing. Um, and that, that, that game alone, uh, but I saw other games as well uh, this week that just had the big spread. The Eagles over the Giants, 34-17. Example of that, the Cowboys beating the Redskins, 47 to 16. And the Saints just walking all over the Panthers, 42 to 10. So... That's yes. these these things. I it just stood out to me. I was like, wow, these there's some amazing teams this year that are really got the power, and and most of these teams are in the playoffs. So it's really exciting to see like the Titans uh, moving forward, the Saints moving forward. Um, there's some good things happening there, and um, you know, there it's. I think there's a lot of opportunity uh, in this season, and then you got the um, you got. The, the fight for the first round draft picks that's going to be it's that's going to be another whole that's interesting, another interesting thing right Giants so, got a fourth round pick and we hope this year they can they can deliver yeah, like exactly. past years you know um I, I don't know if Daniel Jones is the man to lead the Giants forward from the few games he's he's, he's shown he's shown us that you know he's he, he can be a fantastic player but the Giants need to start drafting according to their biggest needs. And right now, they need to sort out their their guards. Their guards were defending and protecting, rather, the quarterback. They haven't really been um, up to scratch. Their offensive line hasn't been up to scratch. They've got fantastic players. We can't deny that. I mean, Sterling Shepard is fantastic. Um, Saquon Barkley is probably, to me, is already one of the greatest running backs. I mean he's a rookie this is his second year and it's already shown us that he's a phenomenal player so the Giants just need to start sorting out the offensive guard and then moving forward I think they can be a very very strong team absolutely so the Jets let's talk about the Jets versus the Bills um, yes. this was a you know it's a matchup here that yeah we got the Bills that's in the you know they lost to the Jets <laughs> that was Amazing because um, you know the Bills are in the playoffs, the Jets are not. But we saw this this week where several teams that have made the playoffs lost. The Patriots losing in 
Foxborough Stadium, Dolphins. right at home against the Dolphins. And it's a momentum sport. Yeah, that was crazy to see that they lost 27-24. The Dolphins took the Patriots. Um, that was that was one of the things. The Browns versus the Bengals. Yeah, definitely this this matchup here. Um, you know, the Bengals beating them thirty-three to twenty-three was the final. It was a it was just one of those games that they were playing. We knew that th- there's no hope for them in the playoffs. And then the third game that really man, us Saints fans really had our eyes on was the Packers versus the Lions. The Lions were just beating the Packers. At one point, they were they were up um, fourteen to three. Looked like the the Lions were going to just take it, and sure enough, I mean Aaron Rodgers, you know he had three hundred and twenty yards, always twenty rod, two two touchdowns. He had one interception, um, and he took it. I mean that was the thing. He was able to position the team for that last field goal kick, and. That's it. That they come back and they they win twenty three to twenty. Disappointed the Saints because the Saints were um, were trying to get that uh, number two seed or number one seed. And this this matchup uh, between Green Bay and Detroit was you know one of those things that it, the better team won. Clearly, the better team won on this this matchup. So um, interesting game with between Green Bay and uh, and. The Lions, the Chargers versus the Chiefs. The that was another interesting matchup, Absolutely. thirty-one to twenty-one. Um, this is uh, you know one of those rounds that um, very obvious game. <laughs> yeah, and the Chiefs <laughs> taking it Chiefs and take earning it. number two seed in uh, a first round bye. You know because they worked on it and got the uh, went over the Chargers. I mean, this was a was seemed to be. Uh, a tight, tight game. I mean, uh, Rivers. He he had 281 yards, two touchdowns, but he had two interceptions, and this was this was a little shocking. Uh, and and Mahomes only had 174 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. You hardly ever see Mahomes, you know, throwing interceptions. But boy, this was one of those those uh, matchups uh, between the two rushing Whoa. yards. Yes. I mean. Yeah, clearly um, Williams did uh, 124 yards, two touchdowns, and then receiving yards. Um, Hill uh, had 61 yards, four receptions. So interesting game for the number two seed um, matchup there. And the Bears versus the Vikings. Exactly what I was talking about before. The Vikings who made the playoffs lost against the Bears. This was an interesting matchup. Um, So... It was Eddie, uh, Eddie's fourth field goal of the game for Chicago. Came from a 22 yards with 10 seconds left, giving the Bears a 21-19 victory over Minnesota on Sunday. With the Vikings, they had it already in the pot. They, they were already in the playoffs. Now, this matchup that's coming yes. up in the yes. playoffs, the Vikings versus the Saints, that's going to be the shocker, right? Like, what's... <laughs> We know what happened with the miracle day whenever the Vikings uh, did what they did against uh, the Saints. The last and, time. Last Stephon time. Diggs. Yes. That last was, play. That was the last play that was one of those heart-wrenching <laughs> things as a Saints fan. Some say Marshawn Lattimore is still looking down till this day. <laughs> it could be. Yeah, but here's the thing. Look, where we're at today is the Vikings are going to have to play the Saints in New Orleans in the dome 
Now, and that's where the Vikings beat the uh, Saints last time. Are we? I don't want to say they beat them. I don't think they beat them. I think that was clearly <laughs> uh, a bad, bad, bad situation. But um, that's going to be a interesting game in the Dome in New Orleans uh, between the Saints and the Vikings. So yes, um, I think for that match, um, the Saints just have too much firepower. I mean, just look at their running pace. They have Latavius Murray. And um, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, that's Alvin that's Kamara, already absolutely. enough enough firepower in the running. And then they have this phenomenal um, wide receiver in Michael Thomas, who's taken the place of Antonio Brown. No one talks about him anymore. Here we have Michael Thomas, who's already who's already shown us that we you can guard Mike, as he says on Instagram. He's a phenomenal player. Yeah. He he's really unguardable. He's untouchable, and I love the routes he runs. Michael yeah. Thomas is going to be an all-time great player, in my opinion. He's probably going to be greater than Marcus Colston ever was for the Saints, and I think he is really, really going to be a phenomenal player. He he's got every attribute in him to state that this is a very special player on their hands, and I think with Drew Brees. Yeah, as I mean, quarterback. If Breeze stays in, I mean, how many more years does Breeze have? But um, the two of them make a perfect, perfect matchup right there, or the couple between uh, throwing that ball and the way Breeze and the and Sean Payton is layering the field with the receivers uh, is amazing. I mean, Breeze can actually judge that. He can see the three different layers that are presented every time when he runs those pass routes and. Um, to see that type of momentum coming from the Saints is pretty exciting. Even though I think the Saints, they rate them right now at a 35% chance of winning the uh, Super Bowl in the playoffs. So it's going to be an interesting uh, matchup uh, between the Vikings. And then we don't even, didn't even talk about Hill. Uh, Chase yes, Hill. yes, I yes, mean, yes. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill is an The guy who plays everywhere. <laughs> yeah, he's everywhere. Did a phenomenal job in the game. Um, um, this past Sunday so that was another amazing part of uh, watching the Saints uh, for me was watching those players and what the special what he did on special teams uh, what he does in the on the line he was a blocker he was a quarterback he was a running back I mean he was he played every he plays almost every position I'm waiting for him to come out one day and let they're gonna let him kick a field goal (laughs) that would top it off for uh, Taysom Hill so uh, let's talk about the Cowboys and the Redskins. Forty-seven, sixteen. <laughs> Unfortunate for the Cowboys this season. I mean, the Cowboys had the had a team there. I I don't know what the situation will be, but I feel like this season they're probably going to lose Jason Garrett. Um, moving forward, I don't think there's rumors that he won't be coaching the the yeah. Cowboys moving on to next season, but. The Cowboys had everything. I mean, you've got Ezekiel Elliott, you've got Doc Prescott, you've got Amari Cooper. They have that phenomenal defensive line, that phenomenal offensive line. They they had everything, and they still failed to make the playoffs. Well, if you look, you look at the passing yards, just that, between the two quarterbacks. I mean, uh, Keenum with the, the Redskins, he had 206 yards, uh, 18 out of 37, one touchdown and one interception. Dave Prescott... 20, 23 out of 33, 303 yards, four touchdowns, Absolutely. no interception, and still, still couldn't make it. Couldn't make it to the playoffs because the Eagles won. 
when the Eagles won, it, it, it automatically took the Cowboys out of uh, contention for uh, the playoffs. Uh, but this was a good team. Uh, Elliott had 122 yards, one touchdown, uh, and Gallup had uh, 98 yards and three touchdowns uh, for that uh, yeah. 47 win over the um, Washington Redskins, which Washington was only three and 13. I mean, <laughs> I mean that's that's a whole nother story. Yeah, They're coaching and. And what's going to go on in D.C. in the next season, it's going to be interesting to see those change-ups. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we have, um, so we talked about the about those teams. Let's, uh, there's a lot here, but let's just jump right into the Patriots and Dolphins. I mean, this was the shocker whenever I woke up and I was looking at it and I was like, you got to be kidding me. The Dolphins actually stunned the Patriots 27-24. At Fox, bro. At Foxport, denying a first-round uh, buy, that was amazing. And when you look at a team that was five and ten, you know, five wins, ten losses, coming in and beating a twelve to twelve and three team in their own stadium, that was shocking to me. So seeing Miami go in there and play with heart and dominate that team, that was pretty amazing. Uh, Miami. Uh, drop defending Super Bowl champions. I mean, that was it. That's what everyone's talking about is how they dropped that Super Bowl champion team down into the wild card playoff round. And um, so that's that's the big story out of uh, New England. Uh, it's pretty amazing. And in my opinion, given that um, the Patriots have been pulled out of contention for the buys, We've seen in past history just how important the bye weeks are to teams. Absolutely. Normally, bye week teams tend to go all the way and win the Super Bowl. And in this case, this time, the Patriots have failed to get one. So, moving forward, I think this year we're going to have a different champion. In my opinion, I'm looking at San Francisco. Yeah, San Francisco is looking good. And, uh, you know, on that, that's... Um that that the 49ers versus the Seahawks game uh, 26 to 21 the 49ers uh, took care of Seattle uh, in that matchup um, you, you just you can't say anything about the 49ers they really played well um, Garoppolo did 285 yards uh, in passing 18 out of 22 Wilson 233 yards two touchdowns 25 out of 40 just wasn't accurate, you know, wasn't accurate at all on his uh, passing. Uh, rushing yards, I think that's where that's where you saw um, the touchdowns, the two touchdowns uh, by most uh, Mostert, 57 yards, and then the receiving yards was 102 yards by Samuel. Um, that that dominated the game. I mean, that's that's why San Francisco is such a great team to watch during this this coming playoffs. So it's going to be a tough one. Um, it's going to be an interesting matchup to see uh, how the NFC is going to um, that NFC team versus. Yes. That, I think the NFC is a lot stronger than the AFC this year. So the N NFC is going to be something interesting to watch as we move forward. They. Uh, we missed one, but um, the Ravens versus the Steelers, twenty-eight to ten. Um, that was a pretty. Easy, easy match up for um, the Ravens. Um, it was a, if you watch that game, it was a real rainy um, day there, and 
watching how that the Baltimore Ravens just really put a strong defense together to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday and finish the regular season riding a 12 game winning streak. So, uh, pretty amazing. Incredible. Yeah, Lamar Jackson's going to be phenomenal in the playoffs. Yes, absolutely. He's got that Michael Vick about him. But um, it's we've been saying this for many years. It's it, it's a passing league. Lamar has managed to prove us wrong. It's more than just a passing league. Runners are still efficient. Runners are still effective. But we'll see heading towards playoffs how defenses manage to mo- to match up against Lamar. Will his running still continue to be such a factor? We don't know. We don't know. Lamar has to prove to everyone like he's proven to everyone in the beginning when he was a 32 round pick in the first round that those who passed up on me i'm sorry but i'm here to stay and i'm here to show you that i'm a real baller lamar has got to he's got to show us in the playoffs that he's he's a phenomenal player and i think he's going to yeah definitely so let's talk about the playoffs i mean we have some matchups here man uh we already said talked about uh, vikings versus the saints um then we have the seahawks versus the eagles um this is going to be interesting i uh, to see this i'm looking at two different things here the vikings lost their game last last week they're coming into new orleans to play in the dome they're going to be pissed off you're going to have a pissed off vikings team now they're going to be their their guys are going to be blood they're going to be ready seeking blood to defeat the saints um, the Saints are going to be at home. Very strong defense. A great offense that's really clicking right now. I think, this is my opinion, I'm glad the Saints didn't have a bye. And I'm tell you why. Every time the Saints has a bye, it just seems to be that they go in cold on their next play. Keep this team pumping in rhythm and take it all the way. This is what I think that's going to happen here. I think the Saints... And my prediction on this matchup is I believe the Saints are going to defeat the Vikings. Uh, I'm not going to say how much it's going to be because who knows. But my my goal is the Saints are going to take this this, uh, matchup. I think Saints are going to... They're just going to run all over the Vikings. We've seen it in the past year when Case Keenan managed to lead the Vikings into the playoffs. And they seemed like such a great team and they got run off the field by the Eagles that year but this year I think the same thing is going to happen they just they just don't have the quality for me to overrun the the Saints the Saints are in an incredible vein of form they are unstoppable it looks at the moment and I see them having a playoff game next round versus the San Francisco 49ers probably yeah and then the Seahawks versus the Eagles now this is another one. The Seahawks lost this game against the 49ers, right? Um, so <laughs> that they're coming in at a loss, and they're playing against a team, the Eagles, who just defeated the Giants. Um, this is going to be a tough matchup, to be honest with you. But I, honestly, I'm going to go ahead and predict that the Eagles are going to take Seattle on this matchup. There, uh, the Eagles have been. An amazing team this year. Um, you look at what they're what they've done. Um, it's to me. I just think that it's that it's going to be a, a no brainer. Um, they've won nine games, lost seven. Uh, I think it, it's it, we'll see what happens. But um, 
I, I'm going to predict the Eagles are going to take this game. What do you think? Tough one to call because Carson Wentz missed the Eagles run all the way to the Super Bowl and he's got a point to prove that he's an absolute magician. I'm a massive, massive fan of Carson Wentz. Absolutely believe in him. But versus the Seahawks and the Seahawks have Russell Wilson um, who's been basically like a Messi of the NFL. Like his his physical attributes don't match what he's capable of doing on the field. He's just an absolute magician. And they've got Carson, one of the best running backs this year. He's absolutely pulled up his socks. But I think with the fact that the Eagles have wins who missed that Super Bowl run. And um, the Seahawks... Also, they're also going to be in the mood for this, and Marshawn Lynch just returned, which is definitely going to up the mood in the dressing room. But I still, I'll say Eagles by by seven. You think the Eagles? Okay, so Eagles all the way. We're thinking the same thing on the Eagles, and then uh, we'll we don't know what happens with San Francisco the bye. We're not going to talk about the, the the teams that have the buys. Let's jump over to the AFC and look at uh, what's going to go on there. We have uh, the Titans versus the Patriots. This is going to be a matchup. The Patriots, um, it looks like they're going to be playing again at home against the Titans. And uh, I don't, I mean, I just do not see how Tom Brady is going to give up a second loss at home. I just do not see that <laughs> happening. Never. Um, and Impossible. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna call this one. The Patriots is gonna win this one. This is my call. What do you think it is? Oh, Patriots all the way. Okay. This is now Bill Belichick and his Patriots and Tom Brady and Julian Edelman and those boys will be really up for it. This is now playoff season. This is the Game of Thrones <laughs> stage of the playoffs. Yeah, and this is gonna be interesting. Here is. The Patriots coming to take what's theirs. They, they're going to annihilate the Titans, I'm sorry to say. Marcus Mariota, you had a great season, but this is the end of the line. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this is, this is going to be a good matchup. The Bills versus the Texans. I mean, the Texans coming to ending a season, 10 wins and 6 losses. Um, man, what, what's going to happen there? I mean, Texans look good. Um, how do you how do you predict this one? I'm gonna let you choose the the one that go first on this one. And what do you think? Bills versus the Texans. Bills versus Texans. Um, two very physical quarterbacks. One more physical than the other. Um, everyone knows how incredibly, incredibly strong Josh Allen is. Josh Allen has been a superhero this year. He's, he's basically been a Kratos. At, at at quarterback for the Bills, he's he's really stood up, and uh, this is Deshaun Jackson's chance to really show up and show us the potential everyone has had for him. I know he's coming back from a long injury layoff um, a season ago, but um, I think given everything and uh, what it stands for, and the fact that. Um, the Houston Texans are missing the, the, their best edge rusher in J.J. Watt. I am going to go Bills. I know this is a strange one, but the Bills are going to they are gonna run them right. They're going to beat the Texans. Because the Bills and Josh Allen, that, that team is incredible. Okay. 
I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to pull and say this is going to be the Texans. I think the Texans are going to take this this game. Um, I think clearly um, what we've seen in the past with the Texans, I think there's some talent there that's going to really uh, take it to the next level. And um, I'm going to choose the Texans over this. This is the one game that we disagree on. You're going for the yes. Bills, I'm going for the Texans. So we're going to see how it goes. And then after these two, to these these four games are over, we're going to be able to predict what's going to happen uh, for the NFC and the AFC Championship game uh, and go from there. So I think this is going to be awesome to see these four games that we're, we're predicting and go from there. So this has been awesome, man. We, we did our first podcast, episode one. Yes, and there'll be many, many more. Many more. <laughs> we got. But the interesting thing is we got we don't have much longer. I mean, we're going to be into February and then Super Bowl happens, then we're going to be Okay, yes. we got it. Then we have to get ready for the um, the next season, and so we're going to continue on having these discussions and do these uh, these episodes here and uh, the mother city here in Cape Town, South Africa. Hey, it's been a pleasure uh, talking to you, um, uh, Kamalani, yes, and, and, and doing this this first episode together. Uh, I know we may have a little bit of noise in our background. But <laughs> you got to understand, in the Cape, we have high winds. And it's constantly blowing. It's hard to be able to keep the sound just right to be able to go through without all the noise. But, hey, it is what it is. When we're, we're here in Africa, it's going to be a little rough, right? Yes, That's it is. That's what expected. So <laughs> this is all that matters. It is so, what it is. Um, let's let's um, cut this one done and call this our first episode here. And uh, we look forward to doing the second episode next week. Absolutely. And same time. Guys, thank y'all so much. And, thank you very uh, much. JB calling it out here. You guys have a blessed week, and we will see you in one one week from today. Take care.